Come on right here, drop the tea. You know that it's the tea with Queen B. Come on right here, drop the tea. You know that it's the tea with Queen B. Come on right here, drop the tea. You know that it's the tea with Queen B. Come on right here, drop the tea. You know that it's the tea with Queen B. The shade. Hey, 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 what's going on to all my kings and queens and in-betweens? It's your girl, the one and only Miss B, Queen B. Back for episode, I want to say 14, season 2, episode 14 of The Tea with Queen B. Of course, I'm your marvelous, captivating, stunning host. And I have my right hand hitter with me, the mother goddess. Hey, guys, Bianca so extra. And I hope that's really the right episode because you never know. Who knows? We could be on episode 15, 16. I, I believe I'm somewhere in the right area. Hey, y'all. Hey, guys. Okay, look. Um, <clears throat> This is well in going into the second year of, like, COVID, basically. And I started this podcast uh, March, like, the end of March, um... 2020 and now we're damn near going into 2022 it's like a whole we just blink and it's about to be 2022 like I'm not ready I've been seeing the memes and stuff but people are like I'm just recovering from 2020 and it's already about to be 2022 and I agree wholeheartedly um especially thinking about this podcast I know that I started and I was on a roll and things kind of really slowed down for me and that's just my own mental bs you know you got to kind of block that out and get over my own boredom and all of that stuff because you know I'm in the house all day every day for the past almost two years y'all I'm bored (laughs) so I need to be better the 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 word for this season for me is discipline discipline in all things Amber Help to keep me on track. I'm um, trying to eat a little bit better, not eat as late um, at night, not be doing a whole bunch of snacking. Uh, also, be more disciplined with the show. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, be more disciplined with my money. Just, just, just discipline in general. That should be everybody's word for the season because. As soon as you put your mind to something and you actually... It's, it's like when you start losing weight. Like, you can lose that first six or seven pounds and then it just hypes you for, like, everything else you can do. Like, you, know you can keep what? going. I can eat that donut. <laughs> no, not in a negative way, dummy. <laughs> I just lost that ten pounds. I'm about to eat that donut. <laughs> That's me. But you know what? It's the same way with like me saving money. I'm paying off credit cards and stuff like that. And you start to see that money go up. And you're like, hold on. Well, that's still my money. Right. It's looking kind of good sitting there paying off my bills. <laughs> Maybe I can order that bag. <laughs> like, I'm just trying to get better about, you know, just everything. I feel like. This show is really so great. If you're listening to the show, I really appreciate you. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend that you listen to this awesome show. I want to thank you. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Y'all. I got to tell y'all real quick. As you all know, Amber's dog, Missy, is always in like every episode. And so we're always trying to find ways for her to like not bark and stuff. And we, well, I discovered that when she's in clothes, she's a little Yorkie. She does not like to be in, like, her little um, doggy clothes. So, she's, like, a little bit more quiet when she's actually in doggy clothes. So, 
uh, she's in some now and uh, she's not very happy. Bianca put her in a crazy jacket. <laughs> we'll see if she uh, behaves accordingly. But yeah, um, I'm going back to what I was saying. Yeah, if you're listening to the show and you're an avid listener, if you pay for the show, if you subscribe to the show, I really appreciate you because there are some weeks where... I do have people asking me, like, you know, when's the next show and all that stuff. So, I'm definitely trying to be a bit better. What's been going on this week, Ems? I'm trying to get ready for fall. Like, that's what I'm trying to do at this point. More services to my business because yeah. um, some people don't like to. For some reason, I think that summer bodies are made in the winter, but other people, they wait to the last minute. Mm-hmm. They wait till spring comes. Before they go on that trip, before they do something, then they want to come get snatched. Yes, girl. So I'm adding on some more services because I need the money here. Wow. Yes, period. Y'all know fall is upon us. Uh, we're on the East Coast over here, so we're about to, you know, get into some cooler weather. Thank goodness. I think I'm kind of ready for some cooler weather. Um, I did not have a hot girl summer. <laughs> I know everybody has been, you know, jet setting. The world opened up and everybody was just like, they didn't give a dag on about COVID status, no nothing. They were just like, you know what? We're going to Aruba, Jamaica. Oh, I want to take you. Okay. Like <laughs> they're doing it all. And I'm not mad at people because, you know, they're probably going to shut the world back down. You know, if this Delta variant keeps on. I don't think they're going to shut us back down. I think they just like, look, whoever died, die. Because we got to make our money. At this point, you know, I mean, I'm not even going to get into it. We can have a conversation about a vaccine, you know, in depth. I will just say that, you know, at this point, um, some of these programs, these, you know, um, places of business and um, just other activities that are requiring these vaccination cards is basically taking away your choice to have the choice. So you're basically asking people to choose between their livelihoods and taking care of their family or this vaccine, you know? So it definitely, um, there are some morality issues surrounding the vaccine, whether you got it or not, that's not any of my business. Um, For people to be openly asking people if they got the vaccine and be expecting an answer, you are delusional. <laughs> yeah. You are freaking delusional. That's nobody's business. You shouldn't even be able to ask somebody if they're vaccinated or not. That's like asking someone, do they have HIV? What? Like, no, you can't do that. Why are you worried about what the fuck I put in my body? Yeah. If you're protected and you feel protected, then that's all that matters. Like, no. I did see um in the news getting into like everything that's been going on, um, these past few weeks that there were like thousands and thousands of vaccination cards that got confiscated from China. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was so hilarious. I know it's not funny, but somebody had posted a comment under that said, China gave us the three for one. They gave us COVID gave us the vaccine and then gave us the fake cards to go with it. They said it was a three for one deal. (laughs) That's funny as hell. But that's crazy now because you don't really hear anything about the initial story of how COVID came to be. You're not hearing anything about Wuhan, China anymore. You don't hear any of that. That the bat ate the fucked up fruit. I've watched Contagion. (laughs) Okay. 
the bat ate the fruit that the fruit fell from the bat the pig ate the fruit from the bat and there you have it folks contagion and it spread like wildfire so i get it um but y'all doing a little bit too much okay just go ahead and keep the mandate as it is as far as in requiring people who do have jobs around other people to get um vaccine i mean to get tested every week that's all you're gonna get from me okay i mean and now there are some universities that are requiring non-vaccinated students to pay a one-time non-refundable fee of like 750 dollars to keep up with testing supplies quote-unquote and resources surrounding people who aren't vaccinated on the campus how they try to get money out of everything like you mean to tell me that some of these kids have just wrote their first check for college and now you're asking their parents, i.e. their parents, because they don't have it, to come up with almost a thousand dollars because they made the decision for their body. Yeah, hoping they'll be like, fuck it, I'll rather get the vaccine. Bianca's ridiculous. <laughs> She's a dog torture. Laughing at the dog. She's so upset. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, yeah. Um, <laughs> continue to protect yourself. Wear that mask. I just ordered like 10 more masks. Like I have no intentions on um, removing my mask in public places. Um, I'm at this point. Okay, let me just tell y'all real quick. I love, you know, we've been to brunch a few times. Having a great time. You know, shots of Casamigos around for the <laughs> like of you and you and you. Bianca's definitely the one that orders them. I do. I always, and it's real quiet. You know, excuse me. Before I know, I didn't have three damn shots. When the hell did you order that? And exactly. that's what the fuck you get, whispering to the damn waitress and shit. Exactly. So every time, every time I go out, especially the last time I went to brunch, I'm going into this hypochondriac mode for like the next week. Just asking myself, like, am I getting symptoms? Um, am I okay? Am I healthy? What was that cough? You know, my throat is feeling funny in the morning. Like, I'm not be wrong with this dumbass. Nothing's ever wrong with me. Every cold test comes back negative. And I send myself through the ringer, like, beat myself up. My anxiety be through the roof. Insomnia, I'm not sleeping. And it's just like, Bianca, like, you don't have to beat yourself up like that if you're in the house. (laughs) (laughs) So, you can catch COVID from the elevator. You you can, exactly. And so, I don't know, it's just... I just have to get, like, out of my head. I'm on a vitamin regimen. If you're not on a vitamin regimen by now, I'm just letting y'all know. Nowhere in the news are they telling y'all to build up your immune system. No, nothing. It's all about just getting this vaccine. And around surrounding that, I get it. But you need to build up your immune system from something that is trying to attack it. Your vitamin D, vitamin C, zinc, magnesium, elderberry, black seed oil, all of that, like... Everybody should have a vitamin regimen at this point. And if you don't know, now you know. Um, What else has been going on? Amber, anything with you? Um, Other than you getting caught in the rain the other day? Wow. <laughs> y'all is a piece of shit. I just finally did my hair, y'all. I recolored my hair. I, you know, gave myself a nice treatment. I, you know, did a nice blowout. It was so, it was so great. Straight. So beautiful. And I decided to go out and have sushi the other night, and my friend couldn't find her car. So we were, 
walk and mind you i don't know it, it was a couple nights ago it was a bad thunderstorm this is when if y'all saw on social media um the the person i don't know if it was a guy if it was a girl who yeah. was carrying a girl after the club downtown when it, outside the club the the, uh, the flood that happened mm-hmm. it was that night like so it was pouring, pouring hard, yeah. lightning thundering and i was walking outside for at least 30 minutes helping this hoe find her car and i came in the house i had the chills <laughs> but i facetimed my mom and bianca and they were laughing on the phone you know what and i should post it just because y'all laugh me out mom you're getting put on blast and i'm posting that picture of you laughing me out on facetime <laughs> please do because it was hilarious like my mom was laughing so hard like she could not contain herself and so now you're gonna get exposed bianca i'm gonna find a way to expose your ass <laughs> there once for taking a picture i was i was walking with no heels on oh, i had to take my heels off because my feet was hurting so bad walking in the city down block the block looking for this hoes car and tell me why it was right next to the damn lounge the whole time don't do drugs people <laughs> oh my gosh and it was so funny because when Eric called it was like literally her makeup was still flawless. Like, no makeup was out. There was nothing dripping. There was still full beat. That's my secret. Listen, y'all, I'm over here dying out in the rain, can barely see out of my eyes. My hair is, you know, in my face looking like Michael Jackson. Because I just cut me a curtain bang, y'all. So, my hair was just dripping in my face. And my mom and Bianca, all they could say was that my makeup looked. Now, I don't give a damn what my makeup looked like. It was so funny. And you know what? I mean, I know I would have been peeved if it was me. I know I would have been peeved. But you know, things like that happened. And uh, the sushi is good. Where you went. The sushi was good. It wasn't worth me walking out in the rain for 30 minutes. But. No, it wasn't. Um, I, 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 don't, I don't know if I have anything embarrassing that happened to me. Um, I don't know. I, I got to think. I, I mean, there's always something happening, you know. Who knows? Um, in the news and everything this week, I did just see this like today that Biden is increasing the food stamps. Um, I, I guess it's a nationwide increasing um, the food stamps. If you have food stamps, you know, make sure you check whenever your stuff deposits because you get some extra coins. Now, the backside to that is I feel like it's a backhanded thing. I feel like it's so backhanded because in some regard, the government really doesn't want to give out any more money. You know, like, yes, this COVID crap is going on and you might be out of work a little while longer. So let me just drop this extra $36 on your food stamp card. I mean, that's what I said. Forget the uh, food stamps. Where's the stimmy? <laughs> some people are um saying that they don't think that we're gonna get any type of um more government um aid and there are others who uh basically have been talking about something not, not a conspiracy theory but in so many ways saying that you know um covid is kind of a way to increase government dependency and i could see why you know some people will feel that way but there are genuinely people out here who really need food stamps to feed themselves, to feed their families. They're not working the system. They really just need a leg up and they need to be able to go into the grocery store and not have to decide what to put away and what to keep 
just to make it through or whatever, you know, the next couple weeks or a month. Like, y'all realize food stamps are for the month. And, you know, they really need to increase um the the qualifications, I guess, for food stamps because there are so many people out here who still live below the poverty line who do not qualify for food stamps. Ain't that crazy as hell? Yeah, even like senior citizens. I was just I having to say that. Don't yeah. give them old people nothing. No, I had a conversation with my grandma about it and she was just saying how ridiculous it was that, you know, retired people on a fixed income, they still will say that they don't qualify for no food stamps and that's crazy. That's just ridiculous. Like, literally, America could solve its own hunger problems, and they just choose not to. But that's another conversation. So, yeah, there's that. Increasing your food stamps. Also, um, this week in um, some entertainment kind of news, I saw that the guy who sings Watch Me Whip, Watch Me Nene, Silento, was indicted for murder. Um, That he... Yes, that he allegedly... Uh, killed his cousin, shot his cousin or something, and they said that it was like murder, malice, and I mean, it's like a whole thing. And I'm just like, dang, like you got the little kids, even the little white kids, whipping and nay naying, and now you then plucked off your peoples. Well, shit, he already got his money from that, so I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm, whip nay nay is gone, okay? Right. You're we're in the era now of TikTok where a song is popular for like a few weeks and then it's gone. So, the dance, everything just poofs into thin air. I don't know um the circumstances around it, but I just thought that was so crazy because you see somebody who, you know, comes out with like music that affects, you know, young kids old kids like this Mm -hmm. viral sensation and you think that they're just out here just like to live to do the music and people live whole other lives Mm -hmm. okay like don't let that music fool you what somebody's doing on the outside because clearly he finna go to jail anyway moving on um i also saw a post today about caitlin yeah i saw a post about caitlin jenner basically uh running for governor and <laughs> she posted a video that allegedly was showing illegals crossing the border and was basically doubling down on what she said several times about building the wall and completing the wall. And, you know, um, Caitlyn Jenner is definitely a Republican as Bruce and as Caitlyn, okay? <laughs> Which is just baffling to me that, you know, th- this this is this is people's problem with Caitlyn Jenner. The problem with her is not that the fact that she's trans. It's the fact that on the inside, she's still a middle-aged, older, white, privileged male. And even though that you are transgender, you still have cisgender mentality when it comes to your approach to what someone should or shouldn't be doing or what someone is owed or not. Your view is a little bit warped, considering now that you've put yourself in the margins of a community who is always disenfranchised and looked over and killed and 
not giving resources and all of that. So instead of you becoming a true advocate for other trans people out here who could benefit from seeing that someone of your status and stature, uh, Olympian, can make it and live their life out and proud, you want to be Arnold Schwarzenegger and run <laughs> to be the fucking governor. Okay? The slide killed me because she tried to have a nice feminine voice and on the next slide, Bruce came the fuck out. Died. I absolutely lost it. You know, it was just like, you know, I'm, I, it's, you know, here you have this example. And it was like, I'm tired of this. <laughs> I'm going to fight this. Yes. And it's just like, the, the, the effed up part about it is there's a little part of me that feels like this is all one big ass plot for him to get what he wants and also be like, but look, we have a transgender governor. Right. And it's just like, this is all just one big play. I high-key feel like Bruce would have been just as happy cross-dressing in the cut instead of coming out and saying, this is who I am. I feel like some undercover person went to Bruce... Caitlin, whatever, and said, here's $50 billion and we're going to make you a part of our secret society. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, now, you know, we're going to make you the governor and all you have to do is put on this dress and some makeup and say that you're transgender. Like, I know. Bianca and these theories. I know. You know, I just be going down the rabbit hole, but that just, whatever. I get it. I mean, you have other things to be worried about right now. Because guess what? The next trans person ain't worried about who's crossing over no goddamn wall. Okay? They're worried about can they get a job and are they going to be um, appropriately uh, labeled in their pronouns and all of that. Those are things that you don't have to worry about. Because you left one world and skipped right over to something else and like it just went flawlessly for you because... You're a white man at the end of the day. At the end of the day. I mean, I'm not saying that, you know, no disrespect to other trans people or whatever. You know, I know that, you know, you're living your truth and your identity is your identity. But Caitlin, Bruce, um, Cruz, I don't know what to call you. It's like a combination of two. Cause sometimes you sound like Bruce. Sometimes you sound like Caitlin. I, I can't figure it out. When you take your extensions out, I don't know. I, 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 look, anyway. Um, moving on. In um, news, if you haven't heard, if you don't watch the news, I know a lot of people now kind of tend to stay away from the news because the news is like really bad. Uh, The Afghanistan um, president, Ashraf Ghani, basically fled the country. The Taliban has taken control of Afghanistan again. They have been knocking cities down left and right and basically overthrew the government and the leader said that he had to leave to protect his people and that if he didn't leave that there would be bloodshed and carnage and all of this I saw that y'all, all them people running they said they was running to the airport or something and yeah. all these little kids yeah so basically when it happened they said it sent the city into chaos because you know it's, it's basically flooding through the streets that y'all no longer have a government and that the mm-hmm. Taliban is in control. All these people are running for their lives. They were uh, scrambling to get some, um, U.S. citizens out of there at the embassy. They were like, 
you know, basically saying, you know, there is no government control over there now. Anything can happen to these people. The soldiers, the people who work there, the journalists, the civilians who live there, basically everybody had to leave. And there are tens of thousands of people Where trying to leave to Afghanistan. I have no idea, but if you knew that, you know, a tyrant was about to take back over your government and you were about to not have no power over anything and you see what they've done before, then I guess they should panic. But, you know, a lot of people in the news and the the reactions that I was, was seeing were basically negative in the light of, um, you know, the U.S. spent 20 years over there trying to help them establish their government, you know, basically sticking our nose where people didn't ask us to be. And now, boom, after 20-something years, all of these soldiers that you sent over to the Afghan war to fight the Taliban, and look where them niggas at. <laughs> right back to the right bottom back. of the map. And you done spent billions of dollars. Folks done died over there. You want to give these people democracy and whatever the fuck you doing over there. And look what happened. In a matter of months, I'm I'm pretty sure this is something that was, you know, planned from the beginning, but there was nothing that any U.S., anything, anybody could do. And so now it's like, was it all a waste? Like, basically. Mm-hmm. If you fight for our country, whatever, get your money, get your check, and get out. Um, (laughs) but yeah, I am, um, prayerful that, you know, the people over there in Afghanistan that they can get out if they want to get out and that there's not going to be like this super oppressive movement over there. Like, I don't even know what that means for the people of Afghanistan, but you know, we used to joke about the Taliban and stuff like back in the day or whatever, like certain movies and like skits and like Dave Chappelle and stuff like that. But like, it's really not a good thing. Mm -hmm. So... We'll see what becomes of it. And um, there's there have been a lot of protests over here. And, um, you know, just a lot of things going on. Like, you, you got to watch the news and just see what's going on at least a little bit. Because I honestly had no idea until I picked up a paper and read. That sucks. Anyway. Um, you picked up a paper. Yeah. I was reading, like, probably like the local, like, paper that they give us for like where we live or whatever and then I saw something about it online and I was like shoot let me go look this up because I didn't know what was going on so that's just me you know trying to stay informed so maybe I can keep y'all informed okay let it trickle on down the line um so anything else going on this weekend um no me neither I'm just like in the house chilling like I'm working per usual um I need to be working I need to be doing something well are you gonna come with me to affiliate if I have to take this class there I think so I think it'll be a sex in the city sisters weekend <sighs> y'all is so extra I'm trying to go to Pennsylvania to take a class and she's talking about some damn sex in the city I see it now my ties at the bar just forget it right? <laughs> Yeah, we'll be back <laughs> with a quick commercial. All right.
Hey guys, if you're at home right now thinking, dang, how can I start my own podcast and you got some stuff to say, you need to definitely utilize Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast and it is free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will also help distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on multiple platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's dope because, you know, sometimes some of us get a little, you know, frazzled about who's listening or not, but you can still make your coins. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Okay, y'all, jumping into the history of this week. Before I start the history of this week, I forgot to talk about... Um, I did see that they're coming out with another... Uh, 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 blah, blah, blah. A movie for Emmett Till. And uh, there's, like, a young um, guy who acted on um, American... What's this? All-American. His name is Jalen Hall. And he's cast to be, I guess, to play the young Emmett Till. And... This movie is supposed to be about, like, his mother's um, fight, you know, to get some justice for him and, Mm -hmm. you know, just, like, what happened. And I'm kind of on the fence about it because I am one of those people that doesn't feel that I have to expose myself to black trauma over and over and over again. That once you've been educated about it, you know, seeing somebody, you know, make a movie about it, I just don't get the point. You know, I don't, I watched 12 years of slave exactly one time, one time. And that was just because I wanted to say that I actually had saw it, Mm -hmm. but, um, yeah, 12 years of slave, um, some other, you know, black exploitation, you know, slave exploitation. They're really good, but we don't want to keep watching it either. Yeah. It's just like, you know, somebody was saying, having a conversation, one of my friends had posted something about it, and I made the comment about not reliving that black trauma, and she was like, you know, uh, the kids are visual learners these days, and we have to keep our history alive and teach them about what happened, and, you know, this and that and the third, and it's like, I get it, but do you see, like, a movie about the Holocaust every five seconds? Do you see that? Is that winning hella awards? Like, I'm just, I'm, I'm just not really understanding what part about reliving that is you passing down this story to kids. It's still interpreted from a movie, and they still need to go do their own research to learn about it. Well, maybe they feel like that will make them want to, you know. And some aren't going to go read about it, so maybe it's the only way they could be informed with it. Right. And so, she uh, made the point, and I, I totally understood it and got it, and uh, just for me, I, I try to kind of stray away from those movies because they just don't do it for me. I mean... They just don't do it for me. Once you hear shit like black people being made into furniture and shit and our skin being used for shoes and people being made to fight to the death and fuck their mothers and shit like that, then I'm a little thrown off. I think the visual is enough. You know, I I don't think I need that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, 
I get it. Some people are really into that stuff, though, and can't get enough. I get it. I mean, I'm not going to hold you. The first time I saw the actual image of Emmett Till in a casket, I was aghast. I really was. Like, it really, it did something to me on the inside. Like, I was, like, thinking about it, thinking about it over and over and over again. I was younger, but it did affect me. So, maybe the kids do need that. Reading about it is not enough, but... Yes, shout out to that young boy for getting that role because that's going to be super major. So, the history for today, um, on this day in 2009, Usain Bolt broke his own world record for the 100-meter dash and ran it under 9.6 seconds. His actual time was 9.58 seconds, which, I mean, in nine seconds, I'm barely off the block. I mean... Ah! Where am I getting in 9.58 seconds? Right. Like, I literally want to set a timer and see how far I'm getting in 9.58 seconds. Like, I would love to see that. Bro, 100 meters? Like, where are you going? Now, right now, I do feel like I'm making some strides. As you all know, I am still in recovery from having a knee replacement. And I feel like I'm getting around pretty good right now. I feel good. I'm doing good in therapy. I'm no Usain Bolt, but you know. You cannot compare yourself to this man. Maybe I can no get. No way, shape, or form. Maybe I can get a little jog in. <laughs> no jog, nothing. Usain Bolt, basically, uh, he was more than just like a, an athlete. He really was a charismatic, bigger-than-life character, you know, he just basically took the competition by storm, and, like, he was just so cocky. I loved Usain Bolt, like, mm-hmm. I loved him. He was so down-to-earth, but, like, so cool, like, he was like, okay, if y'all want to treat me like a celebrity, then I'll be a celebrity, and I was <laughs> here for it. Uh, in other news today, also in history, uh, on this day in 1977, Elvis Presley died. And, um, Elvis Presley is part of one of the big conspiracy theories that he's not really dead, that him and Tupac are kicking it somewhere, like, in Bali, like, just living out their best lives. I don't know. Who knows? Elvis Presley, rock on. Uh, I can't think of Elvis without thinking of Forrest Gump. I just can't. Are you serious? Yes. Oh, yeah, because he was doing that. The way he was getting it. He's, you could not tell him he did not teach him his moves. <laughs> oh my god, I gotta go back and watch Forrest Gump. I love that movie. Like, we literally watched so much for. Oh my gosh. We watched the shit out of that movie, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Like, we watched and why? it on like, VHS. Like, literally watched it all the time. You sure did. I still watch it if I see it come on TV. Yeah, I me love too. Forrest Gump. Mm-hmm. That movie feel long as shit, though. Mm hmm. It was. It's one of those classics. It's up there for me in classics. It's like not seeing Miss Doubtfire. Like, what are you doing? Like, it's Forrest Gump. You need to see this movie. Okay, well, that's the history for today. Um, Short, sweet, to the point, all that good stuff. Today, I wanted to get into a conversation about monogamy because if you listen to the last episode that we had, it was about um, a poly lifestyle. And we were exploring that and, you know, had a very in-depth conversation. I mean, the last, wasn't that the last episode? Oh, what now? Was it the, was the poly episode the last episode? 
Um, no. It was the one before that. Well, we were, we were talking about Polly. If you haven't heard that episode, it was like a super long Twitter thread that just, you couldn't believe. I mean, they could make a movie out of that shit. But, um, in, in, in exploring the conversation of Polly lifestyle, it made me think about monogamy and just how... That conversation of being with multiple people is a more acceptable conversation that we're choosing to have. And it's just funny how the world now is evolving to be more acceptable. Now, is it mainstream? No, it is not. It's still a very taboo and like non-traditional thing. However, you can bring it up without someone being like absolutely horrified like they've never heard it before. Right. And, um... Like I said in the poly episode, the only thing that I had ever known about being poly was a negative context, you know, um, fundamentalist and, you know, what's his name? Uh, something Warren, whatever that guy is, uh, Buffett, whatever his name is, they like had all those people all like locked up and everything. I only heard negative things attached to it so now the conversation has evolved more into like you know poly being about you know people's happiness and like this is just what works better for them and blah 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 blah. and so I guess today you know the question is just why and you know how did we get here and you know what's next for monogamy in general because it seems like um as you know, we turn the, the the time turns and turns that monogamy is becoming more and more a thing of the past, and that sucks. But that's kind of what it's turning yeah, into. It's like normal now. I mean, they're saying that people are turning more to the poly side of things rather than monogamous relationships. So I looked up definition of monogamy. And this is just going straight off of Google, like, first one that came up. Monogamy, the the practice of being married to one person at a time. And under that, it says having sexual relationships with one partner. Now, I read that, and when I first wrote it down, I didn't think anything of it. And then when I thought about it, I said, well... That definition is kind of saying two different things. Mm-hmm. Because you're telling me that monogamy means that I'm married to you and you're married to me, but it's not speaking anything about sex. It's just saying that I'm married to you. Right. Whereas the definition right under that says having a sexual relationship so which with one only is one it? partner. Exactly. Because there are married people who are swingers and... You know, all of that. Do they still consider themselves monogamous? They're married to each other, but they're consenting to step outside their marriage and have sex with other people. So, I by have definition, to ask that's in like an open marriage. I would love to know because I really feel like they think that they're still being monogamous because their relationship is like so sacred because they it's open and they you know discuss what they do with other people or they have like some kind of understanding but oh we're still loyal to each other but it doesn't make sense yeah by definition you are then not monogamous and well i guess in a way you are because you are technically married to that one person so 
it kind of threw me off a little bit because I was just like, okay, well, it's kind of like saying like, oh yeah, I can be married to you. We could be monogamous in that way. But I mean, if I have another sexual partner, am I still being monogamous? I mean, there are, there are some people out here who probably really believe that, that as long as they're taking care of their families and taking care of their bills and all of that, that they truly believe that they're being monogamous. Mm. And you're not. Um, <laughs> I mean, well, do you believe in monogamy? Uh, I believe in monogamy as a choice. I do not think in any way monogamy is natural. Me either. Because what were you saying about like the um the species and, and different? Oh yeah, because like I, we were having this conversation because we were supposed to do this monogamy episode a while ago, but we were having this conversation about how technically humans we are part of you know the species hierarchy or whatever as far as you know mammals you know reptilians all that we still fall somewhere on that spectrum we are technically mammals we grow hair we are some sort of animal in in some you know way or whatever but we are the only people species that believe i guess that we are supposed to mate with only one person where no other species except for like seahorse penguins and there's like a a few other animals that mate for life but every other animal that you see uh, down to a damn dung beetle is not monogamous they are here to procreate and they drop off the kids and then they go to the next person or they literally reproduce and they die. Like, <laughs> your sole purpose on this earth is to just make other living animals to keep perpetuating the system. I mean, can you imagine that? That you wake up as like a moth and you only have 48 hours to live. And the only thing you have to be worried about in this 48 hours is finding another moth to do it with and some food. I ain't about to do it with nobody then, shit. Right. I mean, like, I would be the moth that ducked off. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not reporting for duty. Okay. I got a good five more months on this earth to live. You're talking about 48 hours. But in terms of like thinking about it in that way, in an animalistic nature, it's not natural. Lions, tigers, bears, oh my, (laughs) do not mate for life. They drop off the kids and keep it moving, like I just said. So... We have to ask ourselves, you know, especially in, from a religious perspective, uh, when you go Catholic or Christian or, you know, along that route, it's like, you know, monogamy is the ultimate thing. And it's like, this is what you should be searching for. Your entire life is this one person. Seven billion people on the earth and you should be with this one person for the rest of your life <laughs> like does it really make sense to you um well maybe that's why the the divorce rate is so fucked up right well marriage you have to take it back like way 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 like off some like caveman shit and you know marriage in 
every sense of the word the marriage that you see now the whole going to get your marriage license and you know going before god and all that is a very idealized idea of what marriage is an idealized concept of what marriage really was marriage was a contract you were property you were tied to this person for political reasons you were tied to this person because of um tribe affiliation or something like that had nothing to do with love at all Mm -hmm. you got married as a woman because you could not live without a man that's why you got married. That's why you found a husband. You could not have a bank account without a man. You could not drive a car without a man. You could not even in certain countries look at Sudan. You can't even um um no Saudi Arabia, I'm sorry. You can't even go to the store without being escorted by a man. Those things are changing, but in in, in that ideology that you know men are needed for a woman to live her best life, of course you're going to get this notion that I should be with one person. Right. You know, let me find the man to take care of me and provide for me. And in turn, I'm going to give him children and, you know, a, a, a house to come to and dinner every day and all of that. But you always hear everyone talking about how, like, relationships are hard and... You know, it's work and you got to choose that person every day. Yeah, because everything in your gut and in your coochie and in your think thing is telling you that you should still be with someone. (laughs) Right. I guess so. I mean, why? of course it's going to be the hardest thing you ever had to do because it is unnatural. Right. You're going against gravity here. <laughs> exactly. Fall, bitch. Fall. <laughs> but when you think about it like that, it's like, damn, so you want me to go through my life fighting the hardest fight I've ever fought for some shit that's just really just not natural. And... I think it's smarter for there to be monogamy in terms of STDs and just, you know, spreading disease and it's safer that way. It's how you form a nucleus, a family. Um, It's how you form bonds and, you know, all of that. But again, like Amber was saying, the divorce rate just keeps steadily rising and rising and rising. And there has to be a reason for that. I mean, obviously, people are waking up and seeing that this one, 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 one band, one sound don't work for them. You know, I actually think that I read that the divorce rate actually um, decreased in the pandemic. But I think it's because niggas were stuck at home together. And first of all, the courts was closed. Yeah, so. you couldn't get divorced. <laughs> Sit home and think about it. Watch Iyanla Benzant. And, you know, y'all just going kumbaya and figure it out. Like, and again, you know, talking about divorce rates, you know, going back to this whole being dependent on a man thing, it goes a little bit deeper than that. Um, I had sent Amber a, a thread that I saw that was talking about how men need to be liked. And before the men go off, just hear me out, guys. That, again, there was a 
point in time where the man was the provider and the woman stayed at home, X, Y, and Z, you know, he took care of his family and, you know, there's that. And it's like, well, this woman didn't work. This woman, you know, didn't have an education. This woman didn't go to school. All this, this woman's sole purpose in life was to find a husband, Mm -hmm. which is why back in the day, further and further down you go, women are married at ages like 16 and 17 and all of that, because what the fuck else you going to do? They weren't going to school. They weren't going out into the workforce. It wasn't until the first world war, the first world war, where women actually had to get out in the workforce and make some type of money that divorce rates actually even started moving. The world war changed a lot for a lot of people, and a lot of women woke up and said, "I don't have to be with this man anymore." I can live my life and I can go make my own money and I can be my own businesswoman. Women are boss ass bitches now. We're in places of authority. We're CEOs, COOs. We own businesses. We don't need men. Right. At all. You are a choice at this point. Yeah. So. Disposable. Correct. So, instead of men being a necessity where... Of course you're going to find a woman to like you because you were the man and you knew that you had to be the provider and you could go off in the world and do whatever you want and your wife will be home. And the world don't work like that no more, Charles. <laughs> the world don't work like that no more. Okay? That's what I'm trying to say to Grandma. She was like... It don't. You know, that, that woman that was married for 57 years to Earl... Geraldine then then seen some shit from Earl. You can you can trust and believe that. What did I tell you? That lady at my job said she was married for fifty something years. I said, How did you do it? That's a big accomplishment. She said, Well, he did his thing, I did mine. I said, What the hell? I don't know what y'all talking about. What kind of advice is this shit? <laughs> well, he did his thing, I did mine. So y'all cheated basically. That's how y'all stayed together. Right. That's ridiculous. And when you hear that now uh, about, you know, couples having these open relationships and, you know, at the end of the day, you define your happiness. You define, you know, what you see that American dream of what marriage is supposed to be is not really idealistic or even in other countries where there were arranged marriages and while some of those marriages may have ultimately worked out for whatever reason those people had to learn to love each other and it wasn't like I choose you because I love you it just happened that way and so again are we to judge people who choose not to be monogamous who you know I mean so we've defined monogamy and we know what it is and we've also touched on why monogamy is falling out um do you believe Amber that you can be in a successful relationship and not be monogamous yes that works for a lot of people I think it works people together sometimes I feel like that's a band-aid though I feel like like, don't you feel like 
okay, all right, let's say that you guys do end up, you know, saying like, we're, we're going to have an open relationship, you know, whatever. Like, how long does that really last? Like, we asked the same question in a poly relationship because we've, we've seen, you know, on the outside, I, I'm just going to say in my research, I have not laid my eyes on a poly couple that has been together for 25, 35, 40 years. And so, although it is a new concept, it's not at the same time because people have been taking multiple lovers since the dawn of time. But I guess it's just more, you know, acceptable. I think open relationships probably last longer than poly relationships. I mean, oh, it's sticky because you're saying, I love you and I choose you. But you can go choose someone else, but I'm going to need you to bring it on back home. So it's just like, what if you really meet the person that you're supposed to be with? That you are, you feel soul mated with this person. You feel a soul tie. Like, no, this is my end all be all. But you have this agreement that like, you're not going to do that. You're going to stay in your relationship and it's just going to be good. Like. What do you do? I don't know. It's all messy if you ask me. It is. We're fucked. We're <laughs> fucked. All the way around. I just, um, you know, it's just, it's, it's the thing that we're always chasing that, you know, we see these elaborate weddings and, you know, all of that. And I feel like that's kind of where we get messed up because a lot of people are not chasing monogamy. You're chasing the marriage. You're chasing the wedding. You're chasing being able to call someone your husband or your wife. But to to want a person that bad and say, you're basically saying, I'm choosing monogamy. I'm choosing to sleep. I'm choosing to fight every urge that feels human to me. Mm-hmm. Every urge. I'm choosing to not look that way. I'm choosing to not engage in that flirtation. I'm going to choose to beat the block, block, blocking y'all. I'm going to choose to put up the Wakanda X every time somebody tries to come at me and come at me in any type of way because I choose you. It's like I'm in a fight for my life every day. I mean, I'm a bad bitch. How can, how can this be? No, I think you really gotta, you really gotta fuck with somebody. What is the future of monogamy? Mm, I think eventually it's just gonna be a thing of the past. Like really? Yeah. Oh my gosh! Mm -hmm. Like you know that that's that's a real question. What's the future of monogamy? Because there's so many other alternative lifestyles that are taking over. A hundred years from now, will we be laughing at people that are still getting married? Will people be allowed to get married in multiples? Will there be, you know, because we look at it as it like as though it's like a disgusting thing or whatever, and like how can you expose your kids to this? And you know, as far as being um, poly, and you have to realize that kids don't see any of that when they're growing up. They don't care. All they see is that they have a loving family and whether that be two dads, two moms, or, you know, two moms and two dads all living together, you don't know, you know, how that is going to work or whatever. There are blended families who, you know, they might not be in, in a sexual way or whatever. I mean, that's the only thing that's really 
changing things from being a blended family to being in a poly relationship is that y'all have sex. Because there are plenty of blended families out here that coexist and, you know, co-raise their kids and all of that. And in a way, y'all are in some sort of relationship. It's just not sexual. So, I mean, I don't know. There's, like, a gang of people getting married right now. I've seen so many marriages online, you know, on from my friends, family members. Marriage is on the rise, I feel like, where it wasn't before, but... No what one... is monogamy? Correct. Marriage is on the rise, but is monogamy? Because um, I think I was looking at... It was like a poll that they took and it was somewhere in the number of like 40% of people say that they've either cheated or been cheated on mm-hmm. in their marriage or relationship and oh, I don't have time and now it's just like I don't know because now okay it's kind of weird though because we're kind of like backtracking we're not moving forward in our we're not moving forward in like how should I say it? We're not moving forward in the terms of like, oh, people aren't cheating as much anymore. Like, no, no. It's all the same shit. It's just, are you getting caught? Right. Is the question. Or is this person deciding to expose you and actually leave you where you have to start all over again? Because there are plenty of men and women who, like you said, Amber, they might not even call it cheating. They might just call it, you know, rendezvousing. I don't know what the fuck they call it, but there are tons of people who can say without a doubt that they've cheated or been cheated on. Mm -hmm. And so, it's just like, okay, now I guess people are just not accepting it? And, And why is that? Is that because society is telling you that that's not okay? Why? Because you've been pumped with this idea of monogamy that someone cheating on you is so wrong how could you do that to me we're married this and the third easy his dick told him to do it like <laughs> her coochie was on fire for someone else um and like i said before i think that monogamy i think it's definitely harder for men because we talked about this because men think with their dick yeah we don't we we when we cheat it's usually emotional yeah emotional something nigga you were lacking something oh you wasn't paying enough attention to me you don't take me out blah blah blah. you don't tell me i'm beautiful men y'all clearly see your fat ass and be like i'm gonna hit that exactly it has nothing there's no emotional anything to do with it and that's the hard part is that you know things get things get old it that's life things change things evolve i mean it's just the way it is you should be changing with your partner that's how i feel if you choose to be with this person and you only want to be with this person you want this person to only be with you then you better learn how to evolve you better learn how to keep it fresh because the only thing that's better than sex is new sex (laughs) and that's just across the board 
I can say that for myself, being in a long-term relationship. Of course, looking at someone who's in those beginning stages where you're just frolicking all over each other and not having to ask, like, did you do the laundry and what do you want to eat for dinner is exciting. Mm -hmm. It's not the monotony of your day-to-day because when you're with someone, you just learn how to just take care of each other and just be this unit. And y'all are so busy living life together that somebody comes looking like a shiny new toy and you're like, oh, I got to get all up on that. Yeah. So, um... It's not natural. <laughs> it's not. Like you said, you're you're basically fighting. I'm not going to say it's not possible. I didn't say that. I think that it's more so possible for people that have either A, already been through their host stage, or B, um, got caught real bad <laughs> and was, you know, on the brink of losing it all. Let me tell you. I know I'm exposing you, baby. I'm sorry. But when I hear about my girlfriend's past and, like, how she was just so messy. I'd be like, how are you so... I don't believe that. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's just like, when you hear some of the stories come out of her mouth, you cannot believe it. Because she's loyal to a fault. I probably wouldn't believe it. I'm telling you. Babe, I love you. I'm exposing you. (laughs) I would never think some of the things, you know, that came about in in my previous relationship. Correct. I would never think that of this person. Correct. So, you just... I guess everyone's capable. Everyone's capable. And I, I'm not saying, and people say, well, once a cheater, always a cheater. That's not true. That is not true some because. Get it out and, you know, yeah. Little and some people, honestly, I'm not saying that monogamy is not possible. But when people say that it is the hardest thing you will ever do, think about it. Why are they saying that? If it's so natural for me to want to be monogamous and it's so natural for me to find this one person, why is it the fight of my life? Why all my life I had to fight for this relationship? Why I gotta work every day? Why are people say a relationship is like a full-time job? Because it is. It is. Because you're, and it's not even about fighting a demon or anything like that, but in so many ways, you know, I don't, I'm not a scientist, but it just sounds like the idea of monogamy is a choice and it is not something that is natural. Mm-hmm. Now, Look, I'm pretty sure some people will argue that or whatever, but people cheating and being adulterous and having multiple partners and all of that has been like this since the dawn of time. There is nothing new under the sun. It's just, you know, we have access to find out. I mean, who knows? I mean, I plan to be alive for the next hundred years, so... Maybe, you know, I'll come back and, you know, and tell y'all, you know, what's going on. And, like, is everyone, you know, <laughs> is everyone married? Or, like, when you see, like, like in an, like, apocalyptic movie, any type of, like, movie, like a Mad Max type or anything like that, there's no no monogamy going on whatsoever. It is just anarchy, people, um... Or there's one dictator who has multiple women. Like, there's just never any set family dynamics when, like, you see, like, stuff about, like, apocalyptic nature. And, obviously, they all have the same kind of 
um, angled all the same trajectory. So is that where we're headed? Will being married be a thing of the past? Will it like, I mean, it's just so many questions around it. That's why I wanted to talk about it because, um, it's the ultimate goal for so many and it's what we seek. But is that because it's what you want or is it because that what you were taught? You know, is that because you feel like that is the pinnacle? If you meet a woman right now, 65 years old, who's not married, you want to ask her what happened? (laughs) (laughs) Well, bitch, where did you go left? Right. Because that is, in our mind, it's crazy because that we're in in this younger state. We feel like we have all this choice. And then when you get older, it's just like, you just be happy to wake up next to that one person, you know, every day, all day, or whatever. I mean, I have family members. There's a lot of women in my family who literally have not been with men for 40, 50 years. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, like, literally have not had a companion. And it's more so about companionship than it is monogamy to me. Because... There are going to be, like you said, some ups and downs and some couples that have been through some things. And it's like, okay, well, is it, do you have to ask yourself, is it worth me leaving this companion who I do love, who I do care about, all of that? Am I going to leave them because they cheated on me? Mm. Then you have to ask yourself that because... I mean, I'm not saying it's right. Don't get me wrong. Because when you choose to be with one person for the rest of your life, you shouldn't be hearing anything about cheating or anything like that. The the ideal marriage, the ideal union is for you to be happy with that one person. But in the event that it doesn't happen like that and you do forgive them or whatever, is your life going to be any different? Are you going to, they're going to stop taking care of you the same? Are they going to you know, stop being responsible, all of that. Like, no, obviously not, because they was doing it before. They just got caught. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, like like I said, for the future of monogamy, I applaud people who have the, the guts to change their relationship dynamics to be whatever, you know, works for them. I mean... If you want to give your nigga a hall pass once a year, give your nigga that hall pass. This, I this mean, is where threesomes and all that extra stuff comes into play because people think that's going to help their partner stay monogamous. Right. And really, you could be opening up a can of worms. Right, because we, we did. However, the, the, the poly episode, if you haven't listened to it, like I said, it was so juicy that... Both of these women were being cheated on while in a poly relationship. So it really doesn't matter. You see celebrities, money, status, none of that matters. So obviously, if none of that matters, how natural is it? Like, you could be a billionaire and still get cheated on and still, you know, all of that stuff. Like, money doesn't buy happiness. But if everybody's doing it, then why is it so wrong? Right. Now, don't get any ideas, boo. Because the Bible said. Because the Bible said. (laughs) But yeah, it it does have a lot of religious um, connotation attached to it. I don't know, you know, what uh, the, you know, Muslim 
um, guidelines are for that. You know, I know that some some Muslim men take more than one wife. Um, I don't know what Buddhists feel or, you know, Hindu or anything like that. I don't know. But I know, you know, Catholicism, Christianity, um, Jehovah's Witness, whatever they call them. It's all one and one. One man, one woman. One man, one woman. So we have to ask ourselves, is this idea of monogamy a construct that was put on us to control us in some type of way? Or, or you know, were we just being, you know, fed, force-fed that, you know, for whatever reason? Because in other countries, there are people that take multiple wives and all that stuff. And it's not seen as anything different, anything weird. It's just what they do. Mm-hmm. So, I'm not saying that I want to get cheated on. I'm not saying that it's okay. I'm not saying that I wouldn't be hurt if that happened. However, I just have a little bit different mentality when it comes to that. Like I'm saying, I'm not saying that I'll be happy with it. But my logical, smart, intelligent brain lets me assess that situation differently. And I'm just talking about just cheating. When you talk about emotional, now when you talk about starting to take care of a motherfucker and all of that, giving the money, all that. Wait a minute, hold on. Wait a minute. Let's re- let, let, let's bring it on in, okay? But it's just not a natural thing. And I, again, I, I sound so undecided about it when I talk about it because it's not something that I want to happen to me as far as you know, getting cheated on. And that, again, could just be that ideology that has been ingrained in me that mm-hmm. I should only be with one person. So, I mean, Amber, do you want to be with one person for the rest of your life? <laughs> Bianca's always trying to incriminate me. <laughs> um, I don't know if marriage is still my goal, so I don't... I'm going to put a pin in. Um, yeah, and that's the thing. Like, that's... that's I the know me, like... That. I don't have time because... I mean, I'll go to jail. That's just point blank period. Right. I'll go to jail. So, <laughs> I don't know if I would... If I would take it that... I don't know because if I would be one person. Did you, did you have to ask yourself, are you doing everything that you could be doing to be this one person for that one person? You feel me? Are you being that top-notch bitch? So, <laughs> are you that top-notch bitch where a nigga don't have no reason to step out on your ass? You feel me? It sounds like a lot of pressure, and I just want to be single forever. <laughs> it's a lot of pressure. It is. the pre- and, and that's basically my point. The pressure to be monogamous, and it is not easy. If you are, fellas, if you think about asking that girl to marry you, ladies, whatever, you need to think about that. Marriage is a lifelong long contract. I mean, there are people who don't even stay with their families their whole life. And you're choosing to be with some person that you just met from a can of paint for the rest of your life. Right. I mean, there are, there are people in families who don't speak for years and who don't choose each other every day. I don't see my sister every day. I don't see my mom every day. I don't see my dad every day. The only person that you have to see every day is that partner. 
And that is heavy. There's even, I mean, think about, there's a time for all things. There's a time to leave your home. There's a time to leave school. There's a time to cleave to your partner and leave your parents or whatever. So you're like, if there's a time to leave everybody, well, when is my time to leave you? Right. I I really do feel like a time thing. I don't know if I believe that, like, two people should be together, like, for the rest of their lives. I think that people come in seasons, like, they're there for what they're supposed to be there for, and, like, when it's time to go, it's time to go. I mean, my grandma was married for, like, 20-something years before she got with my grandfather. And she was married for a long time. And she left, you know, her marriage for, you know, other reasons, but... It's a lifetime ago that feels like it never happened. I mean, I mean, I can't say it feels like it never happened, but as far as me, I'm 33 years old. It's a lifetime I know nothing about. Right. That does not include me. I have a grandfather, okay? And he's the only one that I've known for the 27 years my grandparents have now been married. And he was there before that. Mm -hmm. So... Time really is just is the evolutionary thing or whatever. And so if you're, you know, if you're at home down on bended knee with your Mary J. Blige babushka on singing Not Gonna Cry, you know, just realize that there's, you know, 7 billion people on this planet and there's probably 5% of them that are actually faithful and truthful and truly monogamous. That's sad. Yeah. It's sad. And I'm not saying that that person might not be, you're getting cheated on right now, your relationship or no shit like that. But at some point in time, everybody has been a dog. And I can say that for myself. I'm a dog, I'm a dog, I'm a dog. Okay? And there was a time where I did some foul shit. And so it's going to happen to you. The question is when. And are you going to stay with that person? Okay. Period. Get ready. Period. To settle down. <laughs> That's my jam. <laughs> Baby, the first one. I'm calling. My girl hates when I sing that song to her. <laughs> Why the hell would you? This song is called Player. I know. <laughs> Y'all don't know Player by 112. Yeah, go look That's... it up. Get hip. Why the hell would you sing that to your girlfriend? It's so funny because I was like listening to 112 one day and like she was like, Fuck you singing that song so hard. <laughs> I'm a player. I've been all around the world. <laughs> oh, fuck you singing playing so hard. You, you gotta be careful. So this conversation could go on forever and ever and ever. But I just wanted to touch on it because... We're not speaking about it. We're not, you know, we're, 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 I mean, there are TV shows about side chicks. So obviously we are turning into a different society where we're viewing outside relationships in a different light. I mean, anytime the side bitch can get a TV show, something, (laughs) something ain't right. Okay. I mean, she is getting VH1 money to talk about being a side chick. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's going to be a lot of, you know... I'm coming to you as a woman and you know why would you do this I feel like monogamy is just here to just stir up you know drama just like you know what you're supposed to be with me and only me and now that you didn't I'm ready to fight this bitch like no just calm down baby it's it's just 
it's just the way of nature and of the world. I mean, if the birds and the bees can't choose one, then why should we? <laughs> Shut up. Y'all, um, I would love to hear some feedback about this because, again, we're asking ourselves, you know, what is the future of monogamy? And honestly, right now, I don't know. I don't think it's going to be, uh, you. I think that, you know, being poly and having multidimensional families and things like that is going to be just the way of the world. I, I really do. I think 50 years from now, even... The idea of marriage and the concept and what it is and all of that will be very different. Mm-hmm. Very different. Because there are a lot of people who are choosing just to not be married. What if we do that? What if we just choose to not be married and say, I choose you? Then if I step out on you, yeah, it's still not right, but I haven't broken any laws. You can't take me to court for being an adulterer and take all my money. Then you can literally write that into your prenup. If this person cheats on me, they get nothing. Right. And it's just like, what, 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 where do we, no, I don't know if I want to sign that paper. I'm a player. Pretty much. <laughs> and if you don't sign that paper, then you can just keep on breaking hearts. <laughs> taking names. Not taking names. <laughs> Not necessarily that you want to be out here hoeing, but. Right. For me, it's, do I trust the other person not to, you know, make me stab them? Do I want to change my last name, go through this, go through that, you know, all of this or whatever for this person to one day decide, you know what, this ain't for me. Right. After I didn't turn my whole life upside down, want to be with this person. Or you're not enough, which is now like an issue in my head because from being with someone that every time you turn around, it's something new. It's like... Will you ever be enough? Yeah, like, all right, nigga. So I didn't cook, now I cook. I clean, I do this and that. Oh, you want my hair blonde? I'm wearing my hair blonde. Yeah. I'm doing all of this shit. Yeah, and you still not satisfied? And you still, yeah, DMing hoes and stuff. Like, mm Yeah, it's just like, at what point... Do we try to maintain that happiness? At what length will we go to? Because there are people out here telling, you know, oh, girl, you look crazy. You're doing all this and this and that for your man. But she might feel that that's what's necessary Mm -hmm. to keep her dude. And I'm at it. Do your thing, okay? And look, what what, what you might think is crazy, if you want to put that nigga socks on for him when he get out the tub, then bitch, then that's what you do. Let me get out of you. Exactly. And you can be doing all of that, and he'll still step out. And And put your direct on. Yup, he will still step out because men think with their day. And he might, um, you know, in his heart of hearts, you know, you're the woman that he wants to die with and all of that stuff but at the end of the day you know he might want to get a little head from somebody else every once in a while Mm -hmm. and it's not necessarily right but says who Mm -mm, I'm good because I'm stabbing you either way so therefore because when I I fall in love with you I just wanted to be all about me and you Uh, but you know the reality of forever is a long ass time. You talking about 50 years, being married 50 years with one person, you better really know that you like that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because that is a long ass time. I've been in a relationship for almost eight years and I'm like, damn! How long has it been? I'm just mad Bianca looked at her imaginary watch. I really did because I just blinked and I just woke up and it was eight years later. I'm like, god damn, like almost a decade then gone by. Like, oh my yeah. gosh. I don't, I don't 
really feel like I was in a 12-year relationship because... It didn't it feel like that. You was having fun. Too, right. Yeah, you was having fun. And it's yeah. always all good until it's not. Yeah. And I'm not saying that you have to accept someone cheating on you or all of that. But just consider the ramifications of what monogamy means and what it means for a person to choose you every day. And ask yourself, are you good enough to be chose? Right. I, I, am I supposed to be choosing you every day? Are you... I mean, it's not going to be sunshine shooting up your ass every day, but you know, like, are you worthy of this person to want to choose you every day? Are you a nagging ass bitch? Are you cooking that food? Are you cleaning? There, there, are, there are things that come with being monogamous. I mean, if you want to be a side, you know, chick or whatever, and be the one that puts on the club dress and goes to the VIP section and sucks them off at the hotel, then you can go ahead and do that. But the woman who is there creating the home. That's what niggas get attached to. So where's the middle? Can I get it in the middle somewhere? Girl, because I want to be a hot girl that only cooks on the week. One week. <laughs> okay, so you got these three meals this week, right? So you good, right? Okay, because I'm about to put this freaking dress on. Because girls get it free before midnight. Okay. <laughs> That's just, we have our, our whole lives. And of course, older people have a different perspective because when you've been with someone so long or you get older, all you want to do is wake up and read the paper with the same person and have coffee. Y'all not thinking about doing the do and, you know, getting it popping and traveling the world. And, you know, you're not thinking about that. You're just mm. having a companion at that point. So, of course, it's e- after you, after about 60, oh, you know, what the fuck, where you going? Right. I mean, there are single people that old or whatever, but where are you going? Maybe about then, I'll go on and tie the knot. Amber. And right, and that's the thing. People are getting married later and later and later because you got the rest of your life. I mean, if you're supposed to be with this person, you're going to be with this person, then let me shake the hoe out first. Let me, let me, let me get it out. Let me dust off my shoulders before we decide to be drinking tea with each other at the age of 83. And I, I think that was an issue because I had gotten into my relationship so young, like straight out of high school that, you know, niggas didn't have a chance to like live live. their lives and it kind of backfired I tell Amber this all the time that she's she in her 30s is me in my 20s living because I wasn't doing that I wasn't going out I was literally a housewife when I was 24 so and so now you just go balls to the wall Amber (laughs) Amber the older she got you dress sexier and just you're just a different person now you this I was trying to be respectful but fuck that shit fuck it (laughs) is it see through wear it right (laughs) 20 pounds hammer and all bitch you seeing all of this period but I would love to hear everybody's feedback about what you feel about monogamy. Do you feel like it's natural? What do you feel like is the future of monogamy? All these questions that Amber and I, of course, can't answer ourselves. Duh, that's why we're talking to y'all. So, please feel free to hit up the podcast at any time. Queen BT Podcast on Instagram. That's Queen, the letter B-T-E-A Podcast. Same thing goes for our email, Podcast at Gmail. Follow both Amber and I on our personal Instagrams. Be the great, the motherfucking goddess. We're going to get better about posting. I know y'all want to see our faces. And, you know, I think I'm just going to have to go ahead and make that happen. Because this is a face that anyone could love. <laughs> but, yeah, um, talk to us. I know we have some male listeners. We have some female listeners. Uh, we have 
you know, gay, straight, trans, everybody listens to the show. So, please give me some feedback because I would love to hear y'all's thoughts about this conversation because it is a very loaded conversation. And, um, yeah. I, I'm just going to say in closing that I am monogamous. <laughs> but I thought that monogamous has to do with you actually being married, though. Well, so, I'm going to say I'm monogamous in the term that I have one sexual partner. I so you're committed. That. I'm, but that's monogamy. Here we are. Having sexual relationship with one partner. I'm the second part. Oh, okay. I'm not the first part yet. Okay. Mm-mm. No, not that part. But... Yeah, I, I, I believe in, you know, putting in the work and choosing one person. And it's not always easy, but, you know, I'm in it and I'm doing it. And I'm all right. Um, you know, I don't even know that I could handle another woman in my life. Honestly, I really... That's because you already had your whole page. Yeah, I, I don't even know if I have the capacity to lie like that anymore. Settling like, down isn't an issue for me. I'm more so concerned about the other Because the thing about me is, this is... I saw someone post the other day, like, um, what their issue is, like, oh, I think it was on Justin L.A. Boy's page, and it was like, um, like, what's your basically, like, toxic trade kind yeah. of thing, and I saw something that really registered with me, it's like, my thing is, like, I'm be good to you, but when you fuck me over, like, I'm gonna keep getting you back, and I'm never gonna stop, and that's yeah. me. And, and you, you just can't get over it, it's just that's like, what me. you did that to Once me. Once you did that bullshit... Well, I, I'm never going to stop getting you back. Well, maybe you have to reevaluate, you know, how you, I mean, get them back. And then, you know, even if you with someone else, like do it all over again. It's a whole lifestyle change after that. I'm just, I just yeah. can't. So you can't forgive someone who cheats on you. No. <laughs> I'm getting off. That's a whole other conversation. I'm getting off because the way Eric just stated I can't, y'all. We love y'all. We'll talk to y'all next week. Bye. Bye.